Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Stuff You Don't Need to Know. This is Jay, and joining me once again today is Diana. Hi. And today we're going to talk about a very strong female character. Uh, this, this is this is a woman that I think I think young women can look up to her and, and aspire <laughs> to be a lot like her. And you're laughing already. Why? Because it's Medea. <laughs> Okay, well, the cat's out of the bag. We're talking about Medea. Uh, we just saw yesterday the the final Medea movie, Tyler Perry's A Medea Family Funeral. Uh, should we talk about the film, or we're just going to talk about Medea in general? Uh, well, you know, like when when we talk about Medea, we'll 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 cite sources, and this will be one of the sources we cite. Okay, so if you haven't seen a, a Medea family funeral, uh, we will kind of give you some spoilers, so it's up to you. Uh, the first thing i got to say, though, is I know you've seen... Four, this is my fourth Medea movie. But this is the second one you've seen in the theaters, I think? Yes. Now, what I noticed is we went, and we went yesterday, we went to the early show, because uh, it's cheaper. Um... The the theater was pretty full and it was very diverse. Yeah, there was like like there's white people, there there are black people, there there was an Indian family, a big Indian family in front of us, and then it was it was just like the last time because I saw Boo Two, everybody was there. There was like Asian people, white people, Hispanic people, black people, and then there were Indian people. Everybody comes out to see Medea. It's it's a unifying force. Young and old as well, because I, I did notice like a couple of like older couples, a lot of like younger couples. They brought their kids. Um, I mean, and you and you like you said, this is your fourth uh, Medea film. You you feel she appeals to everybody, no matter the age, gender, race. It doesn't matter. Yeah, because because it's just like the jokes are they're simple. You're not gonna find any like highbrow cerebral humor in Medea, but it's just like. The jokes are simple, but they're not, they're not like, they're not too much like potty humor that you'd find in like a cheap kids cartoon. It's like, it's just, it's simple humor that anybody could like. Oh, absolutely. And I think the thing that I really like about Medea is, yeah, it's a goofy comedy. It really is from start to finish. And I mean, honestly, I think at times the scenes with Medea and uh, like her brother uh, with Brian, her nephew, uh, her Which two is fr- the real Tyler Perry. The real Tyler Perry is Brian, the nephew. Yes, Brian, the nephew. Uh, okay, so Tyler Perry plays Brian, the nephew. Uh, he plays his own father. He plays Medea, and then in this one, he also played um, oh, Uncle Heathrow. Uncle Heathrow. That's right. So he plays multiple, multiple characters. But like I said, you know, some of the scenes with that whole group, they kind of go on for a bit, and it's like silly, silly comedy. But what I liked is, at the end, it actually had a really good message. Yeah, it was that, it was the the message of uh, Medea Family Funeral, at least, was that if, it's that, like, if somebody cheats on you, like, you don't have to take it. Because, like, the whole thing was that, like, there was a mother who had, like, kids who are, like, in their 20s and 30s now, and her husband cheated on her. But she said for her kids, because she didn't have, she didn't have, like, a degree or anything, so she no. couldn't provide for herself or her kids. So she said, I really had to stay with my husband. But she says, now, you guys have so many opportunities to do that, and that's just what happens. One of the people, the husband, 
cheats on her and she says I'm out of there like they even have a scene where he's doing his apology and Medea is saying the words along with him because she's heard this apology so many times and at the end he leaves and he says I'll fix it and he says if you're really gonna fix it you can't just say you're gonna fix it you need to go to counseling you need to get help you can't just say you're gonna fix it and keep doing what you're doing under the guise of I'm fixing it I'm fixing it yeah, and before that, uh, you know, before the husband comes down, they're actually talking to the wife, and she's really kind of, you know, she's initially is, well, I'm going to leave him, and then she's like, but I love him, this or that, and I think the lesson that Medea there imparts to her is you have to respect yourself, you know, you're not, you're not a floor mat, you're not a doormat, you're a strong, independent woman, act like one. Yeah, it's just like, like it's like... If you've seen the Boo movies, the Boo movies don't really they, they they don't really do the lesson. They're more like those are more the silly ones. I think that one and the Christmas one, well, the Christmas one might have because it's a Christmas. But the Boo movies don't have that much of a lesson. But I think, but all the other Medea movies they do. So why why did you want to see Medea films? Like you know, that's to me, it's something that's kind of out of your wheelhouse with comic book films and things like that. Like, what made you just say I'm gonna go watch Medea? Well, the thing was, was that um, the, the, the way I first saw my first Medea movie, it was Boo 2, and then um, what happened was my mom was having a prayer meeting, and I was like, I don't want to go to this. So then I said, like, so I said my, to my friend, I was like, hey, you want to just go out and watch a movie? He's like, sure, what movie? I'm just like, well, there's some stupid Medea movie coming out. It's going to be really dumb. You want to see that? And he's like, sure, man, let's see that. And then we watched it, and we had such a good time. It was hilarious, and it was just it was it was it was like a spiritual experience. So and then after that you're just like I got to see all these Medea films. Yeah, after that I went back I saw Boo 1. Boo 2 was definitely better because in Boo 2 Medea actually does kill a child. That child is dead. Because like the because like because like the the whole premise of the Boo movies is that somebody's playing a prank on Medea. So then but then there's a part in Boo 2 where the actual Grim Reaper shows up after Medea hits a child with her car. So that means Medea actually killed that kid. <laughs> what is it about Medea that appeals to you? Like, why Why do you like the character? Why do you like the films? Uh, because, like, I don't know. It's just, like, Medea... Because Medea is, like, a little old school... Which is kind of like I like that you know she's a little oh, she, <laughs> she's very old I think she's very old school but yeah all right keep going yeah, she she's old school and then like she 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 doesn't take anything and then it's just like that like th- that two combinations like the like the combination of those combined with all like the ensemble characters like she has two friends I don't know their names they're just the friends and then she has her brother like those it's just. The way, like, her personality... The way the personalities work off each other. Not even just Medea. Because, like, the brother, he used to be, like, a pimp. So he's just like, yeah, man, all these hoes. It's like, yeah, man, I'm hoeing. Let me get my weed out. And he's just like... So it's just like, you know, like... That's... <laughs> like, compared to Medea, who's just like... Everybody, stop what they're doing. It's me. So then it's just like, compared to that, it's just like... It, it works. I think, you know, in a couple of, you know, I haven't seen as many, you know, I did watch Boo 2 with you, and then, of course, yesterday, Family Funeral, uh, Medea's Family Funeral. I I really like her interactions with Brian, her nephew. I think that's some of the best stuff, because they're so, like you said, Medea's sort of like that old school, you know, I, I saw all this stuff growing up, you know, she's an oh. OG, and Brian is sort of like, you know, 
people get in trouble because they don't obey the law. He's like straight laced, and just their interactions are really funny. Yeah, like like in 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 it was Boo One where she he goes he goes like I'm not gonna hit my child. You hit me, and that didn't work. And she goes, "Did you stop what you were doing?" He goes like, "Well, that's beyond the point." He goes, "What were you doing?" He's like, "I was talking back to you," and then he's just like, "And then I hit you." He's like, "Yeah, but you put me in the hospital." He's like, "But did you talk back to me again?" He's like, "No." He's like, "Exactly." Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, sometimes, you know, some of these old school lessons, uh, I mean, they're definitely needed and Medea has no problem doing that. Um, aside from Medea, you know, cause she, she's played many or Tyler Perry, I should say, has played many, many characters. Are there any others that you really like? And Medea goes to jail. Viola Davis is in that movie. Amanda Waller? Yes, <laughs> she is in. The, I saw it, and I was like, "That can't be Viola Davis." Viola Davis is too classy a woman to be in a Medea movie. And I looked up the cast, Viola Davis, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's I can't believe it," because she's such like she's such like a sophisticated actress. It's like I didn't think she'd do a Medea movie, and like it wasn't even like she need it was. It's not even like it was early on in her career. She really needed the money. She was already a respected stage actress. So I was like, why was she doing this Medea movie? <laughs> I guess she just really resonated with the character. Yeah, she probably did. Um, now, here's the question I have to ask. So Tyler Perry, as we know, plays Medea. How do you feel about a man dressing up as a woman, portraying a woman in the way that Tyler Perry does it? What are your feelings on that? I have no problem with it. It's just like there's no... It's not like it's not like he's it's not like he's doing he's not like he's dressing up as a woman to like make fun of women. So then it's just like he's just doing this. He's like, wouldn't it be funny if there was this old sassy black lady like large and in charge? And he's like, and you know who could do that? Me. It's just like he thought I'm the best person for the role. I'm doing it. It's not like he's just like I'm gonna make fun of women by dressing up as a woman because Medea is the one who always gives the life lesson. So if he wanted to make fun of women, his his mess he's he's kind of losing touch with that if he's given life lessons as Medea. I mean, I think that's a thing. I think that's why it's such a good character is because she does give those life lessons in an old school way. Like she has no problem pointing out if she sees a girl dressed like a hoe. She has no problem telling her you dress like a hoe. You're hoeing. Um, well, in in Medea goes to jail. She had no problem with because like in that one, there's the subplot, and that one is about prostitution. Medea didn't have a problem with the fact that she was she she had no problem with the fact that she was friends in jail with with someone who was a prostitute. She just wanted. She kind of just helped her get back in line. Medea, Medea does not slut shame women. Medea just helps them f- try to live their best life. And Medea saw that as a prostitute, she was like, she wasn't living her best life. So she said, we need to, you know, kind of get you some help. She, she, she does not slut shame. That's a big disclaimer. Medea does not do that. I did not know that. I learned something about her. Um, in this film, the one we just saw, uh, a Medea family funeral, there were parts where her voice got very, very deep. I don't know if that was for effect. <laughs> that was for comedic effect, yeah. Is that something? Has she done that before? I don't think so. Not at least, not in the Medea movies I've seen, but it's, it was always on 
dead. She's like, she'll be like, don't worry, your husband is dead. <laughs> so then it's just like, yeah. <laughs> or at the funeral, she's like, I'm going to read a poem by Maya Angelou, and I forget the name of the poem, but and she's like, just like, break my chains. <laughs> and then it's just like, yeah, it was very, very funny. Uh,. Is Medea, is she a religious woman, a spiritual woman? Oh, boy. I can't wait to hear this answer. Medea, Medea, while always citing the good book, has never been to church in her life. Because in the older Medea movies, part of her family, there were characters who wanted her to go to church. And she would always make promises in her movies to go to church, but she would never go to church. She would just cite the good book in hilariously incorrect ways and just go about her life not needing to go to church and not wanting to go to church. But she always gives a hallelujah. Yeah, hallelujah. (laughs) Uh, Are you kind of sad that this is perhaps the last Medea film that we are going to see? Yeah, I am, because it's just like, because like, my affair with Medea was a short one. We met at the second-to-last Medea movie, and now that's it. She's gone. But I think Tyler... I, could, like, I said, like... Because, like, what what makes Medea funny is that, like, the Tyler Perry-ness of it all. So I said, Tyler Perry isn't retiring. He's just going to move on to, like, newer things. So I'm saying, like, he could just make a Medea 2.0 or... You know, or just, like, do another character who's very similar to Medea, but then, like, it just won't be named. Like, it'll be the same in everything but name, you know? So, out of all the Medea films that you've seen, what would you say is your favorite? I think I have to do Boo 2, because that was just... Watching it was just such a spiritual experience. It was... Because, like, in the movie theater, like, I was worried. Like, we were sitting behind, like these like these like two like white teenagers and they looked like such like yeah bro we're just like here to make fun of this movie bro like whatever like black people are weird bro it's like he's just like that so then i was like oh no like what are they gonna do are they gonna like say racist stuff during this movie but no they were able to laugh along with everybody and there was this asian family behind us there's this old asian lady she got all the humor and it was just like everybody was laughing at all the jokes and then we were and then like we were talking to people like people sitting like on one side of the theater were like oh man did you see when that happened and then somebody on the other side would be like yeah that was so funny and nobody cared because it was just one big it's just one big conversation and enjoyment of Medea. it was it was perfect sounds like we need her for president yeah, Medea. Well, I, I don't want. I, I don't think Medea. I don't think we should. Medea should have her hand on the on the big red button. But maybe it's like I don't know. Like, um, you know, like uh, what's like an easy job? Like, uh, in a Department of Agriculture. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know, Medea, Department of Agriculture. You know, Medea. Medea's old school. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, so. Some of the other films that you've seen out there, you know, we've talked about already Undercover Brother. Uh, we talked about Black Dynamite. Um, how did, like, wh- where, I don't know, where does this, where do these films kind of, like, rank for you in terms of, like, a lot of the different films that you've watched? Um, like, some of your favorite films, Guilty Pleasure, like, what would you say these films are to you? Um, I don't know, because I feel like, I guess. I guess, like, guilty pleasure, because it's, like, 
Because it's just like, you know, like, people who've never seen a Badia movie are like, you know, like, Madea movies, aren't they, like, so lowbrow? And it's just like, I don't know, it's just, they're, they're enjoyable movies, and it's just, so I guess it's a guilty pleasure. Okay, fair enough. Alrighty, well, I mean, this is a brief one. We did talk a, a bit about Medea, but uh, before we go, I know this is something you like to do on your podcast, uh, Elseworlds Finest, so let me ask you, are you reading, watching, anything really interesting right now? Uh, well, I'm watching Game of Thrones, trying to get caught up before that eighth season? Yeah, before that eighth season, it's just, you know, rooting, rooting for Tyrion all the way, Tyrion and Daenerys, <laughs> and, um, yeah, um, I'm reading, uh, comics that I'm reading, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths, so I could get it star- signed by Wolfman and Perez when I see him. uh, Martian, the Martian Manhunter series by Steve Orlando, that's really good, it's like, Steve Orlando... If you've read some of his stuff, you know he can't really do action. But Martian Manhunter has, like, no action. So it's just all character and story. So this is these are really his strengths. Like, DC knows that that's his strengths, and they're playing to it. So that's really enjoyable. Um, Kim and Kim, as always. Kim and Kim is always great. They just had their fifth issue on the third run. So I think they're doing one more, because they usually do six-issue runs. And, um... Yeah, I guess, um, I think the killer in Heroes in Crisis is being revealed, uh, next month, and I actually, I actually enjoy Heroes in Crisis, yes, we do exist, people who enjoy Heroes in Crisis exist, so yeah, that's, that's really all I'm reading. Let me just ask you real quick, because you mentioned, like, about Kim and Kim, how they do six-issue runs and things like that, do you, do you prefer that, kind of like, short and sweet, story arcs that wrap up take a little bit of a break and then come back with something new or would you like to see an extended like an extended run um i don't know i guess because like hmm that's a tough question i don't know i think i think both are good like 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 i'm thinking just now thinking of batman because it's the longest running that hasn't ended or hasn't turned bad that I've been reading, so then, like, Batman, yeah, like, that has been one, I think they're in their 60s now, 1 to 60, it's been straight, no breaks, I enjoy that, but then, I don't know, I get that, like, writers, they take on different projects, and, like, they're not being paid by this big studio, so they still need to take, like, you know, a stable job, so it's, like, I get when, like, writers want to do, or, like, you know, if they're, if they just want to take a break, I get it, because, like, Greg Rucka started The Old Guard, and he said they'd come back, and I've heard no word since, I think it was actually 2016 of The Old Guard, so it's been nearly three years, and he has not continued this series, to my knowledge, so if they say they're going to continue it, and they don't, then I get a little pissed, but, like, if they're, if they're pumping them out, like, six issues a year, or, like, six issues every few months, that's, that's fine with me, I don't really care. All right, fair enough. So before we go, of course, I'd like you to talk a little bit about your podcast. So go ahead. Yes, we are Elseworlds Finest. Elseworlds is all one word. And um, our newest episode, it wasn't with my usual guest, Kate. It was um, with my friend Nish. She she hosted an episode in the past, if any of you actually listen to the podcast. Um, 
Yeah, we did it on Totally Spies, which was a show I used to watch as a kid that I really enjoyed, and she never watched, so now we're kind of blending our opinions, kind of like in the last episode we did together, so yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, Also, too, uh, as you know, I do a few other podcasts, but I do have a new one out there with my friend John over at The Nerd and Me. Uh, We have a podcast called Gab of Thrones, where we are talking everything Game of Thrones right now. We're going episode by episode of season seven, leading up to the eighth and final season. And once that season starts, of course, we'll we'll go episode by episode with that one as well. And after that, who knows? Uh, I'm sure we'll do something because I could talk Game of Thrones probably from here until the end of the time. So I'd like to thank Diana for joining me. Yep, I'm, I'm always here, except when I'm not. That was very poignant. <laughs> All righty, this is Jay, and I will talk to you guys later. <laughs>